This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, January 31st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Becerra criticizes pesticides and EPA. EPA restates Roundup safety and dairy sued for $65 million. Calling pesticides cancerous, Becerra criticizes EPA change to exclusion zones. U.S. EPA announced in October a proposal to limit application exclusion zones, or AEZs, to the farmer's property. Yesterday, Attorney General Xavier Becerra joined six other states in a comment letter to EPA, arguing the policy change would have disproportionate and adverse effects on minority and low-income populations. In his statement, Becerra said agriculture is among the most hazardous industries and blamed pesticides for a long list of ailments from birth defects to skin irritation and blood cancers. The AEZs include buffers of 100 feet for aerial spraying and 25 feet for ground applications. EPA said it was too difficult for growers to ascertain who might be affected off their property. Keep in mind, Becerra framed his stance as protecting California farm workers. Yet the Department of Pesticide Regulations already enforces the state's own AEZ regulations, regardless of the federal policy. Kakorin sued against dairy for $65 million, draws pleas from farmers. The San Joaquin Valley of Kakorin alleges Curtamade dairy has been leaching nitrates into groundwater from its unlined lagoons. Kokorin filed a suit in December seeking $65 million in damages. The legal action came as tensions escalate following the Central Valley Water Board's attempt to moderate a compromise between the parties. Both scientists could not determine that dairy was solely responsible for nitrates in the water. The dairy waste discharge regulations date back to 2007. During a city council meeting this week, more than a dozen dairy farmers defended the dairy, fearing they could be next, according to ABC 30. The Curtamade dairy is closely tied to the community, having been founded by Italian immigrants and operating for more than a century. The council later released a statement saying the contamination, quote, should not be the responsibility of the taxpayer. Western United Dairy CEO Anya Radaba argued in an op-ed last year that litigation is expensive and unnecessary. She instead pointed to the state's new $130 million annual fund dedicated to cleaning up drinking water. In a boost to Bayer, EPA defends glyphosate safety. EPA is formally reasserting its earlier finding that glyphosate, the active ingredient in Roundup, is unlikely to cause cancer in humans and is, if applied according to the label, safe to use. An interim decision issued by the agency will likely turn out to be EPA's final word on human health and ecological effects before it officially re-registers glyphosate. Keep in mind, the action comes at a critical point in negotiations between lawyers representing thousands of plaintiffs who allege exposure to Roundup caused their cancers, and lawyers for Roundup registered Bayer, who is defending itself from the lawsuits. The news would appear to strengthen Bayer's hand in negotiations. But EPA's conclusion on glyphosate may not fit neatly into discussions over the company's liability for Roundup exposure, which includes claims of failure to warn and negligence. By the way, 
EPA followed up its glyphosate announcement yesterday with another one on five widely used neonicotinoid pesticides. The agency's preliminary decisions include mitigation measures to reduce the risk to bees. FCC adopts $20.4 billion funding plan to boost rural broadband. The FCC is charging ahead with a $20.4 billion plan creating a two-phase reverse auction to build out rural broadband systems over the next decade. But the agency has yet to set a firm timeline for when the first auction will take place. All three Republican commissioners voted in favor of the plan, while the two Democrats supported it with reservations. The Democrats say they understand the need for access to rural broadband, but argue the agency should move forward with the plan once the broadband data maps more accurately depict who is and who isn't being served already. This is not the broadband plan we need, said one commissioner. It is not guided by data. It is guided by a desire to rush out the door, claim credit, and pronounce our nation's broadband problems solved. Keep in mind, USDA has the ReConnect program for broadband infrastructure, which is accepting applications for another round of funding beginning today. New position limits divide trading commission. The Commodity Futures Trading Commission is moving forward with new position limits and trader exemptions despite strong pushback from Democrats. The new proposal, which the Commission's GOP-appointed majority advanced on a 3-2 to two vote yesterday, reflects the sharp divisions that have surrounded the issue since passage of the Dodd-Frank law a decade ago. Here's today's He Said It. Cattle are not and have not ever been the problem. It's how people have mismanaged cattle over time. That's the real trouble. That's Eric Furpro, co-owner of an organic produce market in Stockton, arguing in an op-ed for Cal Matters that ranchers should be blamed for overgrazing and climate change instead of cows. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, January 31st. Brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.